All right, let's do this. Uh, Dave Hartney came to join us today. It's Dave, H-A-R-T-N-E-Y.com, Dave Hartney on Twitter. And uh, thanks for being here, man. really appreciate you coming down. Matt, it's like uh, first time meeting you, but I feel like I've known you. So it's great welcome. Thanks. Yeah, how do you know me without actually knowing I've me? I've just seen you, on, seen you online. You know, I'm just one of those guys who just pops up on my my uh, feed all the time. So I've seen the seen the mug. So. Oh, okay. So you know yeah. the exact pose. If, if, if you haven't realized this before, I have a pose. It's Chin down, teeth out. That's my Instagram <laughs> thing. And it makes me look slightly less like a hobbit that I already do. You know okay, what I mean? We're like... going to get one of those again. <laughs> Chin down, teeth out. I'm all over. I appreciate you coming in. So uh, uh, to be honest with you, Dave, uh, I didn't know much about you before you came in, so I had to learn uh, mostly from your social media feeds. So just agree or disagree if I'm getting this stuff right. Sure. All right. Now, first off, shout out to your Detroit uh, Tigers hat that's on your head. <laughs> boss Brad, the uh, boss around here, he's going to love you for that. All right. According to your social media feeds, you like Costco hot dogs. I do. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. How often do you eat a Costco hot dog? How often do you get a chance to you, do it? You know, there's a Costco. So I'm from Vancouver for your listeners, and uh, the hockey rink um, uh, for the games is uh, is right across from a Costco. So it's definitely it definitely gets hit up every now and then before a, you know a sporting event. Okay, you are a hockey fan, but I also feel you're a fan of the Saskatchewan Rush. So you're a lacrosse fan too. Am I, I mean, right on that? Uh, you know, I I am a fan. I, I started playing for the um, some of the parties for the the Stealth, which is was the Vancouver Lacrosse team, and now it's the uh, Warriors. But uh, so yeah, I'm into lacrosse, man. It's cool. Okay, got that. And you and I share a mutual friend in Mr. JoJo Mason. Yes, yeah. I was I was JoJo Mason's first guitar player. What? Yes. How did I miss that? Well, it's not up there on social media. Can you, you can you it. share a story about JoJo that JoJo wouldn't necessarily tell us? What's he uh, like on the You road? know what? Worst guy to ask because he's honestly like the best guy ever. He's just the best guy. There's no there's no dirt. Like I would I would give it to you. Oh I, no, I'm not I, asking for dirt. Yeah. I'm like, hey, does he eat Skittles when nobody's looking or something like that? What's his What's his <sighs> thing that he's not going to tell me? No, he just got he just got that laugh once you get him once you oh, get him yeah, going. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, but he's just like he messages you the same way he talked to you, and he's hugs, on air. The hugs, yeah, laughs, just... and, and freestyles and rapping. That's yeah. what I know about JoJo. Awesome, dude. Appreciate you coming in here today. You are finning, uh, winning fans left, right, and center. If you don't mind, I would like to read this tweet that I saw today. <laughs> you have the voice for radio, and now you are the face of my screensaver on the phone, Dave. So hot. Uh, uh, nice meeting you today, and everything, girl, is awesome. Good luck to you. Nice job on your radio tour. You're doing that, pretty good. That here. was just on the road. Yeah, you know when <laughs> yeah, that you know when that comes from people within the station, it's uh, it's definitely going to get retweeted and uh, posted everywhere. So uh, people have been pretty good to us uh, on the road the last couple of weeks. So I will. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. You know? It's exciting when you're first starting out on the radio uh, career and the music career and your music's kind of getting a little bigger because you're gaining all those new fans you wouldn't expect and you're getting reactions you wouldn't normally expect, right? And and you're still running your own social media feed, so you must see it all the time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm lucky I run my buddy Ryan who's playing guitar for me on the store in the studio and he drives and I just, I'm just head down messaging pretty much the whole drive city to city. But I... Uh, I enjoy it. You know what? We I I came out like you said uh, about a year ago on another uh, my first single, did the radio tour, and it was, I mean I wasn't really prepared for you know just people in different towns to kind of follow you and, and chat with you and uh, I've you know I've met some of them in real life. Uh, I was telling you off air a story about another Dave Hartney that I'm going to meet t- today because That's I heard exciting. a song yeah. on. Yeah. On radio, so uh, some retired uh, gentleman uh, named uh, Dave Hartney's coming down, too. <laughs> and his, his wife, his wife, is the one who heard it. Um, so it's just been cool making friends and, and stuff like that. And so, if you're any of your listeners or uh, hear this and add us up, it's it's really cool to meet people and have, and have legitimate friends uh, in different places. And I have strategically 
um, spread my family and friends out across this country. I was able to do the whole country in two weeks with about two hotels. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, my goal is to have friends in every city that we stop in and have to stay in overnight. So I don't need a single hotel and I can just stay with, with friends. So, um, you know, if anyone in London wants to put us up, I'm looking. Uh, you and guitar player Ryan, you can crash <laughs> on my couch like Wes Mack does anytime you want. All right. Okay, all right. He actually hasn't taken me up on that. I should I should admit that. But the offer. Well, is I might, there. Matt. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. So uh, you are a singer songwriter. Let's get to know you a little bit more here. You're based in British Columbia right now. You've got a new single called "Brand uh, Everything Girl." It's the brand new single. Uh, tell us a little bit about the song and how you put it together. Yeah. So uh, I've I've always prided myself on being a songwriter. I consider myself a performer, guitar player first. So I'm same with a lot of artists. I'll take any song that I think is um, is going to be a, a good song to perform live. That's sort of the number one thing for me. But I'm proud of the writing. Um, I started off sort of songwriting just after I graduated from university, sort of actually doing some of my first songs in my dorm room. And um, we put out a little record with an old band and got a songwriting showcase at the CCMA Very my first cool. year, yeah. which was like, those are hard to get. So it was a kind of be- be- beginner's luck. And one of those songs got placed on the TV show Nashville. So that was kind of my first crack at songwriting. And um, it's just been lucky uh, both down uh, in the States. And there's great writers in Canada. And so um, Skype write, stuff like that. And my buddy, Jeff Johnson, who's a producer, um, we wrote this song. We started the day kind of writing just, you know, something else and it didn't work out and then came back and I showed him this title, Everything Girl. And the idea of the song is just, uh, you know, a lot of, obviously country music is a lot of, uh, you know, tributes to the physical attributes and the, the beauty, uh, the outside appearance of of um, our ladies. And this one is more about sort of the skills and the hidden talents that uh, that she has. And I've told uh, listeners along the way here that uh, my mom was kind of an inspiration because she was like a stay-at-home mom and, uh you know, and she was a businesswoman, an accountant, and, um, you know, she'd, like, uh, make your Halloween costume. She could sew, she could stitch, she could uh, make, make a birthday cake that looked like it was, you know, authorized from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like just, no, I'm hearing just, you on that. Just, like, so that's sort of a tribute to, to women like that, and uh, it's sort of like if you could pick all of your favorite uh, qualities um, and different, you know, different ends of the spectrum. One of the lines in the song is... Sort of a musical metaphor about being, you know, from like rock and roll and like um, Guns N' Roses to Casey Musgraves and kind of. So we just used a bunch of cool little metaphors, whether it be music or whether it be uh, actual skills and stuff in the song to uh, to shout out our everything girl. Yeah, it's an important message, though, because I feel in today's world, women need to be uplifted a little bit and just to be given a shout out like, hey, you're wearing a lot of hats for this family or this relationship or this whatever. And shout out to you for all the stuff you do. You know what I mean? Yeah, just appreciation and a thank you. And that's kind of that's kind of what the idea of the song was about. So now you put a lot of the back work in. I mean, you've been doing the shows for years. You've been doing the writing thing since your college university days. It's got to be tough to narrow it down to how you want to present yourself, because as an artist who's trying to break through, I mean, you're, you're good where you are. Now you're trying to do that national thing, right? How do you decide which of the songs is going to be the song that you use to put your best foot forward? Like, how do you break it down to be like this one over another one that we haven't necessarily heard yet? Well, on this one, so this one, I was very lucky that um, the last single helped with a lot of things, as I said. And one of the big things that helped me... Uh, get was um, a music video with Stefano Barbera. So, Saw I, that, yeah. so this song, if, if your listeners are so inclined, it's on YouTube, um, and I'm really proud of the video. It's really cool. So, I got sort of the funding to do the video first, and that helped me pick this song because um, the last song I put out was a you know Nashville written song, and I changed a few lines in it. But yeah. um, this one, I said, you know what? I got the money to do a video. 
and um, I wanted to do something I wrote, and it was just sort of, and I was lucky too. I, I felt that it was actually the strongest song. Um, you know, I've I've performed uh, songs that are written by you know Nashville Cats and all sorts of uh, great writers in Canada and stuff that I've written, and um, I wrote this song actually right before a writing trip down uh, to Nashville, and so uh, it was it was awesome because I had the song, I loved it, and the pressure was off the rest of the trip because I didn't have to go down there thinking, oh, I need a song. You know, I was like, I've got the song and the rest of the rights were fine and got some other good stuff. But yeah. I came back and was like, nope, this is the one that I want to do, uh, you know, a storied video too. And um, and just the ideas for the video, you know, you have obviously a, a leading lady. We have a great uh, Hollywood actress named Celeste Ziegler who's from Vancouver and she's been a bunch of films and is down in Hollywood now and uh, a young cast. And so just for me, the, the knowing that I was going to get to do a video sort of helped me uh, pick the song and I want it to be one of my own. Good for you for betting on yourself yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, that's the way to do it. If you're going to go down, go down swinging with your own stuff, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Know, I love it. Um, just, I, you know, I enjoyed playing it. I uh, thought it, I thought it connected with people. And so, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, you have to just pick a song that you're, you're happy with. I, you know, it's people, tough because you got to relate to a lot of people, but you also have to be able to relate to yourself and and have some emotion and care behind it to perform it that often. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to enjoy it. You got to you know know that when you're looking out at people, um, singing it to people, that, and hoping that they're going to enjoy it. And we'd play it live, and people always remembered lines of the song. Like no one had ever heard the song before. We play it, and um, people would just say a line of the song back to me at, at the end, or, or even a few weeks later. And I was like, okay, well that's a good sign. You know, it's, it's sticking in people's heads and. And then I just I just liked it, you know. And like you said, sometimes you just um, you just want to bet on yourself. Good for you, man. Good for you. And you're surrounding yourself with the right people. You gave me a lot to unwrap in the last couple of minutes there, uh, talking about the song. Let's talk about Stefano, who you're working with, the guy who did your music video. I mean, that guy's what like an 18-time current winner for music video of the year, director of the year at the CCMAs. Like that's the, that's the uh, along the lines of the right people to be surrounding yourself with, right? He's definitely the guy. The, the guy, and uh, you know, it's not not to name drop, but it's more just the fact that he's. Um, if you're listeners, he's definitely sort of the guy in Canadian country music for videos in Canada. Like, if, if you don't know the name, you've seen a video of his for sure. Does everybody, Dale Smith, yeah, whatever, yeah. Everybody that your listeners would be familiar with has had a video done by Stefano at some point. And I always, and I was introduced to him years and years ago because he's from the Vancouver area through a mutual friend. And uh, I always would joke with them, you know, my, my, career as an artist before Stefano and after a Stefano video. <laughs> I'm literally, yeah, I <laughs> <Come> know. <on>. <laughs> <laughs> BS and AS or whatever. I always joked. So, um, you know, this is my life now. This is Dave Hartney with a Stefano video now out in the world. So, um, uh, and he's just, he's just an awesome guy. He really went to, to, to bat. Uh, for me with this and we got kind of got lucky on on the weather um, you know obviously in Vancouver it starts raining we shot it just outside of Vancouver in Abbotsford and we ha- we got like the sunniest hottest day you could have for a late fall day um, you know it looks like it could be deep south and it just the look of the video is just I'm so happy with it. So. I dig it. Yeah. For those uh, for those just jumping in, Dave's uh, single, Everything Girl. So check out the video. It is on YouTube. I was watching it earlier. Uh, let's talk about the single and where it leads to. Obviously, we want it to catch on, you know, number one in Canada on the radio <laughs> airplay and all that kind of stuff. Let's Thanks hope you, for Matt. It. Yeah, let's hope. Knock yeah. on wood for yeah, that right. one. And uh, But mm. where does this lead? Do you see yourself as an artist who releases singles? Or are you the type of, like, throwback artist who wants to stick to the album format that we're used to in the genre? You know, that's a question I get asked a lot. I'm a big album guy. I mean, I yeah. you know, my one of my favorite things would be um, you know, to hear a song from a band you've never heard of 
you know, I didn't mind going to the store buying a CD and hearing the, the B-sides. And especially in country music, you know, uh, maybe not so much in other genres, but the songwriting is so good in country that it's the that it's the best thing. I remember, like, the first time I heard a Gary Allen song, I went and got the album. You're like, what, this stuff, all these songs are not singles? You know, that's such a thing for so many artists. And we, you know, um, Ryan and I have been listening to the Casey Musgraves album um, pretty much every night. And, you know, like, every it's song. It's a great record, It's eh? just a great record, yeah. you know, and it's just... Um, you know, there are albums like Aladdis Moore set back in the nineties where almost every song on the record got released as a single. Yeah. But that, you know, doesn't seem to be what happens. So anyways, long answer to your question, which is that um, you know, when you're starting out, you sort of have to make decisions uh when you don't have a label behind you and you're an indie, just a reality of the music business. Do you want to spend all your money on you know, a six song EP and then have nothing to go out and promote it. You know, you have this, you might have this great product and you're tapped out in terms of uh, videos and the promo and, um, you know, just, just physically getting across the country to do radio tours. So I've kind of been doing it single by single to this point. That being said, I'm, I'm excited to, sort of to tell people on this tour that I'm going back in to do four more songs, finish up the EP. Cool so yeah, have a, have okay. a six, have so that, you know, people can kind of, that's what I want. You know, the, the point of this isn't just to hear your song on the radio. It isn't just, it's, you know, so that people actually kind of want to hopefully be a fan of yours and come to come to the show and know more than just the one or two songs. You know, the idea is hopefully they know, you know, maybe your 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 EP and hopefully more than that later on and then, you know, throw on a couple of fun covers and you can put on a, you know, a fun night. And for me and all of this, it's just about playing live and be able to come to a town um, and have people come out to the show. I'm happy that you mentioned you were an indie artist and that uh, that it's difficult to decide where to put your resources because I don't think a lot of people realize that when they hear voices on the radio. Like, here we are today, Dave Hartney's got this single we're about to play, and people get this image in their head without having met you that, oh, superstar, glamorous lifestyle, but it's not necessarily that all the time for the up-and-comers. Like, we might have rolled up here on bicycles because you gotta, you gotta focus on other things, right? Like, I'm gonna throw myself on a limb and say you're probably paying for this radio tour to travel across the country i'm literally riding behind ryan on a bike like like <laughs> like dumb and dumber style you know on a scooter um and you know i have no problem with that like i no, i you gotta do what I, you gotta I, do. I like being you know real with the audience i'm not yeah. out here trying to you know yeah, no. uh you know front and and be anything more than where i am in my career and you know i'm starting out it's exciting and it's, this this past week has been amazing the spins that we're getting and the ads and the you know we just got a big spot of uh via and, and all this stuff it's just you know people are hearing the songs yeah you know and that's what's exciting um and the fact that radio has been so good to us like out of the gate um whether it's a you know whether it's a challenge or whether it's an ad whatever you know um so for us it's just about kind of trying to build it from like the ground up you're just figuring everything out meeting people for the first time and um so it's you know it's, it's just a fun challenge and music on the radio uh, the single for that matter is always an important uh, first hello so is the live show you mentioned that earlier I, i've never seen you live for those who haven't uh describe the live show you an energy guy you're more of a ballad kind of guy uh no definitely an energy show I've, I've, I've been very lucky out in bc um and i think it's partly because of the show that we have to get on some of these really big festivals we got to open for brett young and dustin lynch last summer and uh the summer before that like it was dallas smith and some of the canadian guys um i've uh, got to open for dirks bentley and uh and uh, vince gill on, on a festival date like you're going from again not not to, to, to you know to tell listeners about the life of like a canadian artist you go from literally playing a hotel to you know three people in the lobby and then you're playing like you know a country club whatever maybe on a friday saturday night which is awesome you know packed houses are great and then and then you know a couple times in the summer you get these opportunities you know maybe in, in your home province where you're from and so for me 
the goal is to you know to get it beyond BC to get it out here out here and play in some of the, the festivals here in Ontario and and elsewhere. But uh, no, we've always been uh, always tried to make it a, a high energy show so that you know we can compete. I remember one of my very first experiences was opening up uh, on a bill with Dallas Smith. Like we weren't direct opening, we were on the bill that day, and we were at Soundcheck, and Dallas's band was so good and here I am with my little four piece band and he's got six guys on stage and, and, and tracks and, and the sound is massive. And I was like, you know what? I'm, n- I'm never coming to a festival again without having, you know, um, the full, the full thing, the yeah. tracks of band and just, just the sound. Um, because you know what, at the end of the day, yeah, I'm not Dallas Smith, but you're competing with those guys in terms of mind share and, and, um, you know, for people to respect you as an artist and hopefully have fun. Most importantly, have, you know, fun at your show. He's setting the bar high, Dallas and his band. They're world class, man. It's, it's crazy. You know, I <laughs> tell people all the time. Might as well look up high, right? All, all the time. Uh, you know, Dallas, I, I give that guy so much props. Um, we got to open him a couple years ago at Sunfest and, um, you know, he was the headliner that night. Like, uh, the other nights were, you know, other major American artists like Carrie Underwood was one night and, I think Dirks was another night, and uh, you know what? Dallas's show was just as good, oh, and yeah. the Canadians are killing it, which is is so awesome to see the reaction of the crowd for his show. So, you know, people always ask me, you know, influences, and sure, you know, there's there's uh, Keith and Dirks and Vince and um, all those guys, but uh, you know, Dallas and some of the Canadian guys are right up there for me. Dig it, dig it. Well, uh, we got you, and we appreciate you coming in here today, buddy. Dave Hartney, everybody. Everything Girl, available now. Uh, and uh, as always, you can find this at country104.com. It's DaveHartney.com, H-A-R-T-N-E-Y. Dave Hartney on Twitter and social media. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks, Matt.